Rodriguez, CBS News. If you're planning to buy or sell a home, American Heritage Abstract stands ready to handle all your title insurance, title search, and escrow services with fast, friendly, and professional service. That's American Heritage Abstract, located at 104A North Lincoln Street, across the street from Parkside Elementary School in Deloge. Proudly serving the community since 1987. Check them out online, AmericanHeritageAbstract.com, or call them today, 573-431-1359. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's Ram Power Days. We are loaded on trucks, three-quarter tons, half tons. Save over $10,000 on select units. 22 Jeep Grand Wagoneer, our last one, save $15,000. In stock, Jeep Gladiator, save over $9,000. Jeep Renegades, save over 10%. We're loaded on deals, pre-owned too. So come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. I hope you're having a great day so far. It's Tuesday, September 19th. The time is six minutes after six o'clock. It's kind of cold in the studio. Yeah, the air conditioning is blowing down my neck. It's sort of like going to a certain, well, certain stores or maybe the doctor's office, kind of like that, as far as the temperature goes in the old studio. Got to keep the equipment cool. Uh, I look at the equipment and I say, be cool, will ya? And it just sort of looks at me. It's 55 degrees, 55 degrees. Let's refresh that and see if that's really true. Yeah, I thought it was. Okay, we have fair skies. And we're looking for today high of 83 and some sunny weather. So not too bad. And we look for a 40% chance of rain to be introduced into the mix Wednesday night. So if you have any yard mowing to do today or tomorrow, maybe. Tomorrow, maybe, I say, because Wednesday night, uh, that's a little iffy. It could be, you know, maybe it'll slide in Wednesday afternoon if we have any rain. But it's a 40% chance there, drops down to 20% chance for Thursday. And Thursday night picks back up to a 30% chance for Friday, Friday night. Saturday, you're up to a 40% chance. And Saturday night, 60%. Then we start to drop out of it a little bit over the rest of the weekend. So there's some rain coming, and I just feel like it's going to bring fall with it. You know, I already have leaves dropping off in my yard, in the backyard. Yeah, there are already things like that happening. Well, you know, it's Tuesday, September 19th. It's also International Talk Like a Pirate Day. I don't have the energy (laughs) to do that. I can. Let's see. Hey, mateys, how you doing today? What's this stuff on me shoulder? It's not my parrot. He was there, though. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, Your co-workers will probably go nuts, but you finally get the permission to do this, I guess. Uh, You could make somebody walk the plank, maybe uh, just for fun. Ask the drive-thru attendant if they can make change for a gold doubloon. Like, go to one of the fast food restaurants. Uh, Hey, bitty, can you make change for a gold doubloon today? (laughs) Always give that (laughs) in there at the end. You know, it kind of qualifies the statement, I suppose. Swashbuckling pirate music. Where's Errol Flynn when you need him? It's also the anniversary of the Emoji 
No, Generation Z, you didn't invent the emoji. Millennials weren't even the first to use it. It turns out the very first emoticon, uh, that's what we used to call them. Yeah, <laughs> emoticon. It sounds like some kind of science fiction thing. Uh, it was originally the first one was sent 41 years ago today in 1982. That's when a computer science researcher at Pittsburgh's Carnegie Mellon University posted a message to an electronic bulletin board that proposed using three characters for joke matters. <laughs> a colon, a dash, and a closed bracket. And the first ever emoji happy face was born. A colon, a dash, and a closed bracket. Yeah, some people are really good at making entire pictures out of just typing. You know, I'm very poor at that kind of thing. Here's a very important day. I believe uh, it's National Voter Registration Day, and I believe the lady I'm going to tell you about, I think her name, if I remember correctly, uh, is Edith Rogers. I'm not sure if Edith is still alive anymore. Uh, she was a senior citizen uh, when I spoke with her, and she would give talks in the area. Some of you might have heard her. She was a very young girl when the Nazis took over in Germany. She was growing up there. She was from Germany, and she wrote a book about it. She had stories to tell, horrible stories. She had pictures to show, horrible pictures. Imagine being a 14-, 15-year-old boy being given a pistol, a shovel, and a Jewish gentleman, say, in his 70s, and told to walk him out to the field, have him dig a hole, shoot him, and then bury him. That's a fact. Now, we were sitting there listening to Edith Rogers talk, and she said, you know how you can stop this kind of thing? And we all thought, no, how, how can you stop? How could the Nazis, for instance, have been stopped before all of that and World War II and, and everything that followed? How, how could you... How could you see ahead and know what's to come and go to the right spots and, you know, stop the right people from doing certain things? How could you do that? Her answer was, you don't do it like that. We asked how. She said, it's the ballot box. Vote. Vote. Too many people gave in and just said, ah, my vote doesn't count. And she said she was there as a young girl. That's how you stop that thing. So today, National Voter Registration Day is very important for us. It just is something we should do. I, I've talked to many people who say, oh, I don't vote. My vote doesn't count. doesn't matter what I think. It does matter what you think. And even beyond that, somebody's going to say, boy, that guy's crazy. Oh, that's cheesy. He's silly. But I'm going to tell you, people have died so we can have the right to go to the ballot box and vote and make our voice be heard, make our own wishes be known through the ballot box. And that's the simple truth of it. So National Voter Registration Day. If you haven't registered, get registered. Registration helpers are in some communities going door to door in some neighborhoods. Don't, don't just... Don't just say, go away. <laughs> you might want to talk to them. Uh, 
there you go. But you'll you'll see a lot of ads about it, pop-up ads on your computer, maybe on TV, things happen. They may be happening already. Here I'm talking about already this morning. And we're not even into news yet. I have an obligation there. I need to get to news. Just remember, National Voter Registration Day. And it's International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Let's do it on KFMO. With housing costs rising, tiny homes are spreading as a solution to homelessness, veterans projects, and just a more affordable way to downsize and simplify your life. Easy, portable buildings and tiny homes in Festus has helped people from all over the country fulfill their tiny house dreams. Their homes are built to residential code and can be customized to meet each individual's wants and needs. Easy, portable buildings and tiny home located just off Highway 67 in Festus. Check them out online at tinyhomesdreaming.com or call 314-226-7261. St. Joe Manor in Bonterre is a 92-bed skilled nursing facility offering assisted and independent living services to its residents. Senior residents receive full-time medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need. Rehabilitation services are for residents to get back their maximum functional potential. St. Joe Manor is certified for Medicare and Medicaid. For more information on these services, give St. Joe Manor a call today at 573-358-2800. That's 573-358-2800. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 19th. The time is 6.13 and our newscast will hear about a special group being put together for a one-time performance. It will be their premiere and their farewell performance at the same time. What am I talking about? I'll tell you in a newscast right now here on KFMO. Plus, Park Hills is getting ready for grant funds to help them use this money in identifying problems in the wastewater system. We have more information for you. And a Cedar Hill man, 49-year-old Michael Roberts, is in the custody of the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department. Roberts was a wanted felon accused of drug and weapons crimes, stealing vehicles, and burglary. Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak says Roberts was arrested the morning of Monday, September 11th, as Jefferson County Sheriff's Office narcotics investigators and the JCSO SWAT team, with assistance from the Mineral Area Drug Task Force and the Franklin County Narcotics Enforcement Unit, executed a search warrant at a home in the 7900 block of Riverview Drive in Detmer. Now, the search warrant resulted from a several weeks-long investigation into narcotics and illegal weapons possession. He had been charged September 7th with three counts of unlawful possession of a firearm and one count of possession of a controlled substance. Roberts is a convicted felon with numerous other criminal charges. He's being held at the Jefferson County Jail on multiple warrants and may face additional charges. Park Hills is getting a grant to identify issues in the city's wastewater system. City Administrator Zach Franklin says they've contracted with a company to help identify issues in their system. This is in the infancy stages of the process um, to work with an engineering firm. So we have contracted with Heartland Engineering, but we feel very confident in what they've proposed to us. And this is just to identify the issues. According to Franklin, the grant monies are coming from the Missouri Department of Natural Resources. Members of the Mineral Area College Music Department and the Mineral Area Fine Arts Academy are putting together a group for a one-time performance at the Blues, Brews, and Barbecue event in downtown Farmington this Friday. The chair of the music department at Mac. 
Dr. Kevin White says the group features some of the best musicians in the area. We're going to be playing some blues, as in Blues Brothers, some soul, as in Motown Stacks, Joe Cocker, Ray Charles, some funk, as in Tower Power, James Brown, some jazz rock, as in Steely Dan, and some classic rock, as in Sticks, CCR, Boss Gags, The Police, Elton John, and other things with the full instrumentation, all the horns, all the uh, extras. The Blues, Brews, and Barbecue Festival runs through Saturday. The event is free for everyone in downtown Farmington. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. Of course, you'll want to be sure to stay tuned for Sports with Jared Pettis. That is coming up for us at AM 1240. And remember to check the website, kfmo.com. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's... Get your head out of the clouds and onto the ground where you'll find the real heroes. By talking to their kids about drugs, it's the average mom or dad who makes the real difference in the world. Mom, Dad, thanks for talking to me about the dangers to my brain and body with drug use. Be the real hero your kids need and talk to them about the dangers of underage vaping, alcohol, cannabis, and other drug use. For more information or conversation starters with your kids, visit PreventionConsultants.com. Helping you talk to us about what really matters. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side high school softball on Monday. There were three games. North County was at Festus, losing 10-0 in five innings. Farmington top Poplar Bluff 11-3, and Fredericktown run ruled Perryville 13-3 in five innings. On the volleyball side, none of the matches went five sets. More on that in just a moment. Central fell to Cape Notre Dame at home 25-22, 25-20, 19-25, 25-22. Farmington topped Arcadia Valley in straights 7-14-21. Bismarck over Viburnum in 4, 21-25, 25-22, 25-22, 25-17. Kingston beat St. Paul on the road 25-17, 15-25, 25-21, 25-23. Jefferson swept West County 15-12-14. Valley Catholic top St. Vincent coming from behind erasing a 1-0 set deficit 18-25, 25-12, 25-14, 25-16. And Fredericktown top Crystal City in straights 13, 12, and 8. Now we mentioned none of those games went five sets. St. Pius head coach Shannon Leftridge spoke with us before their game last week against Farmington. She thinks playing to five sets at the high school level is unnecessary. I've grown to be okay with it, but um, these are high school kids and they have to get to school at 7.30 sometimes or even earlier um, when we're going away and we're traveling, they're not getting home sometimes till 11. Then a lot of teachers are, or coaches are teaching. It costs the schools more and support staff and buses and officials and everything. I think it's a lot for high school and I think the mentality was, well, we're preparing our kids to play at the next level. Well, that pertains to about 1% maybe on your team and those kids are already have the mindset they have no problem making that transition that same night we spoke with farmington head coach haley baker she says playing to five sets can be tough on some players but the mAA conference has adjusted to the benefit of the athletes i'm indifferent about it uh one i know like the like we talked about earlier like the time a lot of times you know we don't want our girls getting home as late and that is a big issue but really the amount of times that we go five sets a year and any team goes five sets a year unless they have some kind of crazy situation 
you know, it's only going to be a handful of times, and hopefully 50% of those times are going to be at home. But our MAAA conference moved all of our games up 30 minutes so that we can help with that if we happen to go five sets. That does help us out a lot. Um, I am for it, and I'm against it. She is absolutely right that why does volleyball have to go the same amount? You know, basketball doesn't play the same length of quarters. Football doesn't do the same. Not as many innings in baseball or softball. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense why we're playing college level and they're not. More on playing to five sets in high school volleyball later this week. Boys soccer St. Paul was at St. Pius and the Lancers won it 8-0. In the Hillsboro tournament, Fredericktown played Bishop DeBerg. They lost 8-0 in that one. On the girls tennis side, four matches. North County sweeps Windsor 9-0. Saxony Lutheran over Farmington 6-3 and Fredericktown falls to Cape Notre Dame 5-4 and St. Pius beats Potosi 5-4. Coming up today on the local side, the Jefferson Lady Blue Jays are at Central on the volleyball side at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage of that one at starting at 6 o'clock with opening serve at 6.30. You can hear it on KFMO. Other volleyball matches, Arcadia Valley is at North County. St. Genevieve hosts Saxony Lutheran. Those Farmington Knights play at home against Sackman. Steelville is at Kingston. Potosi plays in Valley Caledonia. And Nancy Fisher and the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors host the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. Softball, Perryville is at North County. Farmington hosts Cape Central. And Donovan plays at Fredericktown. Boys soccer, North County hosts St. Pius and Fredericktown plays host club Hillsboro in the second day of the Hillsboro tournament. On girls tennis side, Arcadia Valley is at North County while Farmington hosts Fredericktown and Potosi plays at Bayless. And the Farmington Invitational on the girls golf side features Farmington and St. Genevieve. It's Tuesday. That means we get another Mac Minute for you and the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals last played last Friday when they beat Lewis and Clark in straight sets. They had a scheduled game today against Missouri Baptist. However, that was completely canceled as Missouri Baptist couldn't field the full roster. Now they won't play again until this weekend when they get four games at the Hutchinson Classic in Hutchinson, Kansas. Mineral Area head coach Tim Copeland says the break between games may help the team get healthy. It worked out good the way it is. I got both middles out. I got, you know, Mariana's a little bit tender on her on her back, but she's okay. But those two middles for sure, one of them started all the time. Peyton and Ella's hoping to get her back. She got an x-ray today and it's negative, but just a matter of tender and trying to get her back. Mineral Area will play Butler, Iowa Western, Indian Hills, and Hutchinson all in the Blue Dragon Classic. That is Friday and Saturday. On the soccer side, the Mineral Area Cardinals and Lady Cardinals were both at home against St. Charles this past Saturday. Both clubs winning 2-1. to one. That means the women's soccer program gets their first win of the 2023 year. They're both back in action this coming Saturday when they host St. Louis Community College. The ladies play Lincoln Land on Wednesday. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science, visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals picked up a series opening winner with the Milwaukee Brewers on Monday night, and Adam Wainwright picked up career win 200. Here's Mike Reeves. After recording career win number 198 on June 17th, Adam Wainwright needed three months and 13 starts to win his next two games, but last night finally posted win number 200, tossing seven innings in the Cardinals' one nothing win over the Brewers. I do think that uh, having to work as hard as I had to work for it made me savor it that much more. You know, um, it was a time where I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to keep going, you know, um, or if they were going to even let me keep going. 
but uh, I'm sure glad I got to. Wainwright now has a record of 5-11. and 11. The only run of the game came on Wilson Contreras' home run in the fourth inning against losing pitcher Freddie Peralta, who's now 12-9. and nine. Ryan Helsley recorded the four-out save. The final, Cardinals won Brewers nothing. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Wainwright becomes just the third Cardinal pitcher to get career win 200. Oliver Marmol on pitcher Wainwright recording that win. It's impressive to be in that group. It takes a lot of dedication. It takes a, a lot of sacrifice to be able to play for as long as he has and, and do the things that he's done. Cards catcher Wilson Contreras says catching Wainwright's 200th win meant a lot. I know he's been batting a lot of stuff and uh, he's been pitching the best one he can this uh, the best one he can this year. And I'm glad that uh, he was able to reach out to reach to uh, the 200 mark uh, on wins, and uh, I'm glad that I was behind the plate for him. Game two of the series is tonight. Drew Rahm makes the start. 5:50 pregame, 6:45 first pitch. Hear it on B104.3. From there to the NHL, and the St. Louis Blues announced on Monday afternoon they'll be naming the 24th captain in franchise history. That's today at 11 o'clock at Enterprise Center. We'll have an update for you later on today in sports. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Sunday when they host the Chicago Bears. It's week three of the NFL season. That Sunday matchup between the Chiefs and Bears has coverage starting at 2 o'clock on KFMO for a 325 kickoff. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC plays on Wednesday. They host LAFC. And the Missouri Tigers were fined $100,000 for fans celebrating on the field after Saturday's win. After the 61-yard field goal by Harrison Mevis, a couple thousand fans rushed the field to celebrate with the team. And the NASCAR Cup Series begins the round of 12 this Sunday there at Texas Motor Speedway. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind and affordable price. 573-701-9300. Hello folks, Helen here with the Catfish Kettle in Farmington, inviting you in for our sea of flavors. Try one of our delicious new appetizers like shrimp scampi, crab stuffed mushrooms, crab and shrimp dip, crabby kettle cheesy bread, or our new crab cake sandwich, and our tasty fish tacos. It's a sea of flavors at the Catfish Kettle in Farmington. The Catfish Kettle, over 35 years of great food, great service, and bad parking. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington. I would like to send out a huge thank you to all that have purchased cars from us this year. We've had a fantastic year. Go to thinkcarsmart.com and check out how I've revamped our inventory. Now 80% of our cars are under 20,000 and all late model vehicles. Do not miss out. Go to thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next car today. That's Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington. When you're in the market for a car, think smart, think Car Smart, and shop us first. Car Smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. 
627 now at AM 1240 KFMO. New season, new fashions, and new arrivals. Stop in the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge and check out our new fall fashions. We even have some great team spirit wear. At the Giving Tree, we are a mission-minded business that believes in giving back to our community and supporting many charities and organizations in the area and across the globe. Like us on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all the great deals and exciting things happening at the Giving Tree. Come see us today at the Giving Tree Boutique on South Deloge Drive in Deloge, showing purpose and passion through fashion. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, it's a great way to wake up. We found that as uh, tested positive here at the radio station for a great way to wake up. So welcome to Tuesday, September 19th. It's already 631, and that means it's already news time. But we have the weather forecast for you and so much more ahead. So stay tuned. News is on the way from KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. 
Sunshine today, our high temperatures this afternoon, climbing into the lower 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low near 60. Partial sunshine, our high in the low 80s on Wednesday. A chance of a few isolated showers and storms Thursday, our high into the upper 70s. Hit or miss showers Friday, our high close to 80 degrees and a chance of showers. Highs near 80 on Saturday. Sunday, a chance of showers, a few thunderstorms, our high on Sunday in the mid to upper 70s. From the Parklands 24-Hour Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 19th. The time is 631. In our newscast, we're going to hear more about Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith. Now, he's on the impeachment committee the impeachment of Joe Biden being looked into, the inquiry, I should say. There are three chairmen. We'll have more details, though, from Jason Smith in this newscast of what's going on. Plus, an investigation is underway into the death of a detainee at the Jefferson County Jail. And Missouri legislators are looking ahead to the next legislative session that begins in January. Missouri Senate Communications reporter Dean Morgan tells us committee members were meeting during last week's veto session ahead of that session. Among the hearings held was one by the Missouri Senate Health and Welfare Committee. Chair Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman of Arnold says the point of last week's hearing was to discuss ongoing challenges guardians ad litem are experiencing. It is also clear that something needs to happen because what's happening in some circuits is a systemic statutory problem. The Missouri Senate Health and Welfare Committee heard from guardians ad litem in part to prepare for next year's regular legislative session. Senator Barbara Ann Washington of Kansas City was among those who talked with those who testified. Because it's more than just having a conversation with the child, right? It's to your job is to do what's in the child's best interest. In addition, the Joint Committee on Transportation Oversight held a hearing. This committee tends to meet during the week of veto session. In this case, the group gathered to get an update on upcoming construction along I-70 through Missouri, which was included in this year's state operating budget. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. Also in news, an investigation is underway into the death of a detainee at the Jefferson County Jail. In a press release from Sheriff Dave Marshak, the detainee is identified as 41-year-old Melissa Miles from Robertsville. Miles was being held at the jail for a probation violation out of Franklin County. Marshak says according to the initial investigation, Miles was housed by herself in a medical area and had returned earlier in the day, Sunday the 17th, from a local hospital for medical-related issues. A corrections officer found her unresponsive in her cell about 2.18 p.m. Corrections staff immediately called EMS and started life-saving measures. Miles was pronounced dead when EMS arrived. Her body was examined by the regional medical examiner's office, and there were no signs of assaulty trauma. While an official cause of death has not been determined yet, investigators do not suspect foul play. That investigation is still ongoing. Missouri United States 8th District Congressman Jason Smith is one of three chairmen of rather one of three committee chairmen leading the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Smith says it's time they look into how Joe Biden abused public office for his family's financial gain. Our committees are working together to get to the bottom of this abuse of power and will work tirelessly to do so and to make sure it doesn't ever happen again. Americans should not have to accept two tiers of justice in this country. One if your last name is Biden, and one for everybody else. According to Smith, 
Over the last several months, oversight chairmen have sent 16 letters to the Biden administration requesting documents and interviews with individuals to speak to as part of the investigation. However, the administration has not provided the requested information. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, September 19th. 6.36 now. We have sports next with Jared Pettis. Stay with us for the information coming up and visit our website too. It's kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school softball on Monday. There were three games. North County was at Festus losing 10-0 in five innings. Farmington top Poplar Bluff 11-3 and Fredericktown run ruled Perryville 13-3 in five innings. On the volleyball side, none of the matches went five sets. More on that in just a moment. Central fell to Cape Notre Dame at home 25-22, 25-22. 2019-25-25-22. Farmington topped Arcadia Valley in straights 7-14-21. Bismarck over Viburnum in 4, 21-25, 25-22, 25-22, 25-17. Kingston beat St. Paul on the road 25-17, 15-25, 25-21, 25-23. Jefferson swept West County 15-12-14. Valley Catholic topped St. Vincent coming from behind erasing a 1-0 set deficit 18-25, 25-12, 25-14-25-16 and Fredericktown tops Crystal City in straights 13-12-8. Now we mentioned none of those games went five sets. St. Pius head coach Shannon Leftridge spoke with us before their game last week against Farmington. She thinks playing the five sets at the high school level is unnecessary. I've grown to be okay with it, but um, these are high school kids and they have to get to school at 7.30 sometimes or even earlier um, when we're going away and we're traveling they're not getting home sometimes till 11 then a lot of teachers are or coaches are teaching it costs the schools more and support staff and buses and officials and everything I think it's a lot for high school and I think the mentality was well we're preparing our kids to play at the next level well that pertains to about one percent maybe on your team and those kids are already have the mindset they have no problem making that transition that same night we spoke with farmington head coach haley baker she says playing to five sets can be tough on some players but the mtaa conference has adjusted to the benefit of the athletes i'm indifferent about it uh one i know like the, like we talked about earlier like the time a lot of times you know we don't want our girls getting home as late and that is a big issue but really the amount of times that we go five sets a year and any team goes five sets a year let's have some kind of crazy situation you know, it's only going to be a handful of times, and hopefully 50% of those times are going to be at home. But our MAAA conference moved all of our games up 30 minutes so that we can help with that if we happen to go five sets. So that does help us out a lot. Um, I am for it, and I'm against it. She is absolutely right that why does volleyball have to go the same amount? You know, basketball doesn't play the same length of quarters. Football doesn't do the same. Not as many innings in baseball or softball. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense why we're playing college level and they're not. More on playing to five sets in high school volleyball later this week. Boys soccer St. Paul was at St. Pius and the Lancers went at 8-0. In the Hillsboro tournament, Fredericktown played Bishop DeBerg. They lost 8-0 in that one. On the girls tennis side, four matches North County sweeps Windsor 9-0. Saxony Lutheran over Farmington 6-3 and Fredericktown falls to Cape Notre Dame 5-4 and St. Pius beats Potosi 5-4. Coming up today on the local side, the Jefferson Lady Blue Jays are at Central on the volleyball side at the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage of that one at starting at 6 o'clock with opening serve at 
1130. You can hear it on KFMO. Other volleyball matches, Arcadia Valley is at North County. St. Genevieve hosts Saxony Lutheran. Those Farmington Knights play at home against Segment. Steelville is at Kingston. Potosi plays in Valley Caledonia. And Nancy Fisher and the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors host the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats. Softball, Perryville is at North County. Farmington hosts Cape Central. And Donovan plays at Fredericktown. Boys soccer, North County hosts St. Pius. And Fredericktown plays host club Hillsborough in the second day of the Hillsborough Tournament. On girls tennis side, Arcadia Valley is at North County. While Farmington hosts Fredericktown. And Potosi plays at Bayless. And the Farmington Invitational on the girls golf side features Farmington and St. Genevieve. It's Tuesday. That means we get another Mac Minute for you. And the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals last played last Friday when they beat Lewis and Clark in straight sets. They had a scheduled game today against Missouri Baptist. However, that was completely canceled as Missouri Baptist couldn't field the full roster. Now they won't play again until this weekend when they get four games at the Hutchinson Classic in Hutchinson, Kansas. Mineral Area head coach Tim Copeland says the break between games may help the team get healthy. It worked out good the way it is. I got both middles out. I got, you know, Mariana's a little bit tender on her on her back, but soon okay. But those two middles for sure, one of them started all the time. Peyton and Ella's hoping to get her back. She's got an x-ray today. It's negative, but just a matter of tender and trying to get her back. Mineral Area will play Butler, Iowa Western, Indian Hills, and Hutchinson all in the Blue Dragon Classic. That is Friday and Saturday. On the soccer side, the Mineral Area Cardinals and Lady Cardinals were both at home against St. Charles this past Saturday. Both clubs winning 2-1. to one. That means the women's soccer program gets their first win of the 2023 year. They're both back in action this coming Saturday when they host St. Louis Community College. The ladies play Lincoln Land on Wednesday. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science, visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals picked up a series opening winner with the Milwaukee Brewers on Monday night, and Adam Wainwright picked up career win 200. Here's Mike Reeves. After recording career win number 198 on June 17th, Adam Wainwright needed three months and 13 starts to win his next two games, but last night finally posted win number 200, tossing seven innings in the Cardinals' 1-0 win over the Brewers. I do think that uh, having to work as hard as I had to work for it made me savor it that much more. You know, um, there was a time where I really wasn't sure if I was going to be able to keep going, you know, um, or if they were going to even let me keep going. But uh, I'm sure glad I got to. Wainwright now has a record of 5-11. and 11. The only run of the game came on Wilson Contreras' home run in the fourth inning against losing pitcher Freddie Peralta, who's now 12-9. and nine. Ryan Helsley recorded the four-out save. The final, Cardinals won Brewers nothing. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. Mike thinks Wainwright becomes just the third Cardinal pitcher to get career win 200. Oliver Marmol on pitcher Wainwright recording that win. It's impressive to be in that group. It takes a lot of dedication. It takes a, a lot of sacrifice to be able to play for as long as he has and, and do the things that he's done. Cards catcher Wilson Contreras says catching Wainwright's 200th win meant a lot. I know he's been batting a lot of stuff and uh, he's been pitching the best one he can this year, the best one he can this year. And I'm glad that uh, he was able to reach out to reach to uh, the 200 mark uh, on wins and uh, I'm glad that I was behind the plate for him. 
Game two of the series is tonight. Drew Rahm makes the start. 5.50 pregame, 6.45 first pitch. Hear it on B104.3. From there to the NHL and the St. Louis Blues announced on Monday afternoon they'll be naming the 24th captain in franchise history. That's today at 11 o'clock at Enterprise Center. We'll have an update for you later on today in sports. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Sunday when they host the Chicago Bears. It's week three of the NFL season. That Sunday matchup between the Chiefs and Bears has coverage starting at 2 o'clock on KFMO for a 325 kickoff. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC plays on Wednesday. They host LAFC and the Missouri Tigers were fined $100,000 for fans celebrating on the field after Saturday's win. After the 61-yard field goal by Harrison Mevis, a couple thousand fans rushed the field to celebrate with the team. And the NASCAR Cup Series begins the round of 12 this Sunday. They're at Texas Motor Speedway. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. The Meyer team at Remax Best Choice puts their expertise to work for buyers and sellers to make their dreams come true, and Tracy and Rick Wibbenmeyer will put their expertise to work for you in search of your dream home. The Wibbenmeyer teamwork makes your dream work. Join the Wibbenmeyer team today and start packing. Call Tracy and Rick Wibbenmeyer at Remax Best Choice in Bonterre today, 636-524-6056. Gather your friends and get to the Sand Trap in Park Hills. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage and a burger and fries while playing in one of their three PGA endorsed golf simulators. It's a unique indoor golf experience you don't want to miss. You can book your tee time online at sandtrapigc.com or just stop by, order something from the menu, and jump in for a round or two. The Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club located on Strauss Drive in Park Hills. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. This is The Start on KFMO AM 1240. Thanks so much for tuning in. Great to have you with us this morning, this Tuesday, September 19th. The time is 646. Let's get to those microphones this morning. We have uh, Pete Pasternak. He's the mayor of Deloge in with the Deloge City Government Report this morning. Good morning, Mayor. How are you? I'm doing good, Mike. Um, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming in. You're one of the brave souls that comes in in the 6 o'clock hour. I appreciate that. Yeah, well. Uh, you're welcome. Sir. It, it's early, right? It, it sure is. And you brought a special guest today. Who yeah, this is in? my uh, 10-year-old daughter, Pearl. She's in fifth grade over at North County. So say hi, Pearl. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we got a hello. Hi. How yeah. are you? Yeah. Doing good so, today. Yeah, I'm proud of her. She just got uh, named Student of the Month for uh, oh, the wow. first month. So uh, over there at the Intermediate School. Well, so congratulations. I, I had no idea. A, I got some Pop-Tarts in there. Maybe we can share <laughs> later or something. Yeah. Celebration, you know. Well, that's yeah. really great, though, seriously. It takes a lot of work to, you know, accomplish something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing good. Very so, good. Very yes. good. And that's in the North County District? In right? North County, yeah. North County, fifth grader. Well, congratulations, Pearl. Gee, that's great. 
That's great to hear. Uh, well, let's talk about the city of Deloge. You have a lot of things. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is Deloge Labor Day picnic. We just had it. How did it turn out this year? Yeah, we just wrapped it up, and the the weather was perfect. And uh, from everything I've heard, it's one of the most successful years they had. Uh, I know that the chamber puts in a lot of work for that, and one of even one of your KFMO be one hundred fours. Employees here, Dustin Cop, he was there a ton, you know, and there's a few of them there. Mandy Herzog, Justin Wilkinson, Sherry Henderson, uh, those four. They, I think, they pretty much lived there from Wednesday to to Monday, and uh, they put a lot of hard work in. It was a, a successful picnic for us this year. They did put in a lot of hard work. Yeah. I, I was having uh, somebody connected with the event come over every day that week. Uh, were you here that week? I think you were, maybe. I don't remember for sure, but uh, uh, you know. Yeah, somebody... I think it's the week after. Maybe I. I don't think I was here that week. I did catch you in the uh, in the park where we did That's a short right. interview. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had you involved though in that, yeah. and it's such a great time. And and they were they were so busy. It was sometimes uh, Justin Wilkinson was trying to get over here, and he'd call me and say, "I'm running late. I'm at the park. I'll be yeah. there." <laughs> you know. So uh, <clears throat> we hope everybody had a great time. And uh, I broadcast three hours on Monday, I think it was Monday, when uh, I was there. And it was very crowded. There were a lot of people, a lot of people having fun, some great food. And, you know, something I noticed about the entertainment at the gazebo, you had the uh, screen up next to the stage, and you could run uh, sponsors' yes. videos. Yeah. We'll put yeah. it that way. Not necessarily mm -hmm. ads. There were videos. They were fun. You know, I saw so many people up that worked at places they had been filmed and put up there and they were smiling and holding <coughs> up food <laughs> it yes. was, yeah. and the pa was great so yeah wonderful time yeah it was a great event a uh, couple of projects going on with the city i understand we talked before the interview about uh storm water and uh this doesn't include just one spot you've got two i think is that right uh what well, we got were the roosevelt oh, yeah. uh madison stormwater project that's what we're uh, wrapping up now but, yeah. uh, the the other project was the uh, the storm cleanup. Yeah, is what I have it to is. apologize. Yes. I was trying to read my notes. Yeah, the, the, the you know there was so many uh, you know trees and branches that w uh, went down, and it probably seems like it's been a slow process. But uh, I you know I read from the public works the the report uh, that just came out before the board of aldermen meeting, and they've already collected 170 uh, loads that they've taken to the dump, and I think 27 that they've taken down to the Hawthorne place that where the uh, fire department's going to do a burning exercise so almost 200 uh loads of uh, of brush and that's on top of uh our regular trash so it's been a process and uh i hope all, if you haven't got yours picked up that uh, you can still bear with us it should be in a near, very near future uh that we're going to be getting the public works will be uh getting uh, that brush from you but uh uh, that's wrapping up, and then the, like I said, the Roosevelt Stormwater Project, which has caused some uh, delays and detours. It hasn't been too big of a deal, but uh, that should be uh, here in the near future to be uh, be over. Yeah, I was looking at my notes, and I saw storm, and then I saw yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I had two storms. Yeah. <laughs> I thought two, but you know, uh, speaking about that storm and and picking up debris. I was amazed at the amount of debris that was in St. Francis County. And oh, I know, yeah. The yeah. county crews just wrapped up a week or two ago. So, mm -hmm. they, you know, everybody's been pissed. I saw some poor gentleman out in what must have been 95-degree heat with a huge tree in his yard. He was still chainsawing that thing about, I don't know, a week ago, something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, there were some big 
Big, big trees that went down. I know the one there by the, the which is Park Hills, the one by the glass factory I saw a few times, and it's just a massive tree, and it's that wasn't the only one. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of them that went down from that storm. That's incredible. Well, the uh, Board of Aldermen met last night. Uh, you had some things, some actions taken there, I believe. Uh, yeah, well, we discussed the uh, that we're, we're looking at a new sidewalk policy. Uh, there were some mm-hmm. things that we caught were – uh, it wasn't real friendly to the residents in certain uh, situations, and um, people brought it to our attention, and we're working on getting that, that fixed. So, um, you know, that's that's one of the things we had. Uh, just a reminder, the Bush Lane that's going to be uh, being resurfaced in the near future, uh, that's the road between roads and Jack in the Box, which is in pretty rough shape right now. And uh, I think I brought that up last time, but it's uh, I've still got a few calls on it, and I just want to remind everyone that that should be fixed here in the near future also, uh, just because of the condition that road's in, it, it's time for it to be done. And then another thing, we had a resident, Audrey Gibson. Uh, she hiked the Appalachian Trail. She started in Georgia and finished up in Maine. Uh, it took her several months, and uh, she got to talk to the board, and we issued her a proclamation for her accomplishments. So... Uh, that was a nice award for her. She had a lot of her family there, which uh, my daughter here, she's one of them. She's one of her, mm-hmm. one of her cousins, but she, I think it was over 2,000 miles, uh, she had said, and she told us er- everything she did and ac- accomplished, and uh, it was just a, b- a big accomplishment for her. Was he, uh, is she a hiker? Does she enjoy this, or did she yeah. have a... Yeah, that's her, she has a, a background doing that. Now, she hadn't done anything like that in the past, but it's, you know, 2,000 miles, but uh, she she had done it. And she even had, um, she taped her, or uh, recorded her journey and put it on YouTube. So it's oh, out there. Wow. So, yeah. so I guess if we were to go look for Audra Gibson, mm-hmm. Appalachia, or something like that, we could probably find it. Yes, yeah. Well, that would be great. I'm sure people would be interested in seeing that from a local, you know, yeah. local resident. Yeah, and our, our city clerk, uh, Judy Hutchinson, she was the one that she really uh, uh, kept close to, uh, uh, watch on it and she knew everything that was about it she did all, she okay. did all the work for the proclamation and uh, so I got to give her uh, a lot of credit there to uh, G- Judy there in the city hall so I wonder if Adrasani bears on that trip <laughs> no she I, she didn't say anything about that but she did say what was the pro she said she was rattlesnake and uh, there's some few other things that she she met on that trail so yeah that's bad enough a rattlesnake mm, yeah <laughs> wow yeah that I, I can't even probably hike a half a day myself you know to think two thousand miles in the mountains Mm -hmm. nonetheless and and if anybody's ever seen uh, those mountains you know they are real bears oh i know i wouldn't even want to drive from georgia to maine i can't imagine uh, walking it so (laughs) i was on the blue ridge parkway south you know from that and it's just it's almost spooky they're so uh, big. That's the only word I can think of. Overwhelming is the word for me to use on those. But that's amazing that she yes. did that. Um, so uh, I understand uh, you were talking about moving the next meeting because of yep. the date. Is yeah, because of uh, the Columbus Day holiday. We our meetings are always on the second Monday of the month, which is Columbus Day is the second Monday of uh, October. So we're just moving to the third. I think it's the sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that if anyone wants to attend the next meeting, it'll be a week later than normal. We don't form, uh, follow uh, the regular pattern this coming month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are sometimes I get weird endings mm-hmm. in my month. And on my calendar, I have to start filling a lot of interview slots because uh, on fifth days of the month, 
we don't necessarily have everybody's mm-hmm. schedule. So you yeah. wind up with a lot of openings, which is great for the community because we can get just about anybody on and have them talk about what their yeah. group's doing, their organization or whatever. Um, before we uh, sign off on the program here, we wanted to talk about uh, a special police banquet. And I, was this held by the city? Yeah, uh, the police department does it, and it was the uh-huh. se- it was a uh, couple. It w- wasn't last Saturday, the Saturday before. It was, it was the second annual one, and um, w- there was they give out their their awards for the year. Were Corporal uh, Josh Kreider, he was our officer of the year. Uh, he does a great a lot of great things with the police department. Jibo Bullock, our chief, he was. I presented him with a couple awards for his. I guess you could say his dedication to public service. He's been uh, in law enforcement over forty years, but he just doesn't. Um, do law enforcement. He's president of the school board in North County. Uh, he's on the nine one one board. Uh, and there's a, with the Special Olympics. I mean, it's just it's not only uh, law enforcement. He does it all. So I mean, he's got a lifetime of uh, service to uh, to the public. So that that was another one. And uh, finally, uh, now uh, Corporal Boyer. He was uh, promoted. Uh, he, he received the promotion to corporal, so that was the, the three big ones, I would say. But there was, uh, there was all kinds of awards. The police department does a great job there, there at Deloge, and um, it's, it was a nice event. Yeah, what would happen in Deloge with no police and or policemen not like that? You know, they're not only a part of the community, they live there, but they're just instrumental in keeping everybody safe yes, so well. Yes, you're, right, you're exactly right, so they do a great job for us. Fantastic. And I appreciate Chief Bullock, too, because he's always great. If I need a news story, you know, if something's going on, I can send him a text. I can call him, get message to him somehow. And, and he always responds very, he's very helpful, very yes. helpful, yeah. even in what I do. And I know I have to be a pest sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's in the middle of something and he gets a text from me saying, hey, what are the details on such and such, you know. So I really appreciate him and all the law enforcement and all the news contacts and the first responders and everybody I deal with and fire department people. Um, anything else you want to talk about today? I, th- I think that's it. So. Wrapped up Deloge and yep. that's it for today. But, yep. hey, we really appreciate you coming by every time you're here to fill us in on the great things happening in Deloge. And uh, I guess you'll come back in a month then. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you then. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, Mayor. Thank you. That's Pete Pasternak. He's the mayor of Deloge here on AM 1240. Be sure to stay tuned because we're going to get into CBS News very shortly at KFMO. At Midwest Veterans, 102A Strauss Drive at the Save-A-Lot Plaza, we are not only dedicated to our veterans, but we are dedicated to our community. We have over 4,000 various items for you to choose from, from home goods, maintenance, tools, knickknacks, camping supplies, you name it, we've got it here. And if I don't have it, I'll get it for you. Come by and visit. That's Midwest Veterans, 102A Strauss Drive in the Save-A-Lot Plaza in Park Hills, Missouri. Or visit them on Facebook at Midwest Veterans. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Well, that means that I get on the air here and I tell you that we have fair skies. 
What's the temperature right now? Well, let's see. It's 56 degrees. Can you believe it? I thought it was a little cooler. However, we're looking at 56 degrees with fair skies now. From AM 1240, we have CBS News coming up in about 40 seconds. It'll be 7 o'clock. And remember, on our program today, we have a lot of guests for you. Let's get that calendar up here and see who's coming on. Well, we have the East Missouri Action Agency report. I believe Rob Baker or a representative of the uh, group is going to be with us. And oh, then we have the St. Francis County Rotary Report, too. And remember, today you have the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce meeting going on. Plus, uh, that'll be at noon at White Magnolia Banquet Hall this time. And then at 10 o'clock this morning, it's the St.